open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Magnificat, or the Song of Mary. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and his name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke to our ancestors. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. first reading from Isaiah chapter 7, beginning at the 10th verse. Then the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. It can be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz replied, I will not ask. I will not test the Lord. Isaiah said, Listen, house of David, is it not enough for you to try the patience of men? Will you also try the patience of my God? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. See, the virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. By the time he learns to reject what is bad and choose what is good, he will be eating curds and honey. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke first chapter, beginning at the 26th verse. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be, since I have not had sexual relations with a man? The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who is called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. What a blessed day. 
for us to be gathered for uh, a time here quickly to have uh, morning prayer together, but also to be uh, rejoicing in and feasting in the Feast of the Annunciation. It's also somebody's birthday. Happy birthday, Liesl. Um, But it is a day in which we rejoice over what it is that God does through a word, uh, a, a time in which Christ is conceived. It's the reason why March 25th is considered the Annunciation of our Lord, because you move forward nine months, and what happens? You have December 25th. Uh, You have the birthday of Jesus. It is thought here that as the angel comes to Mary in the moment in which uh, either one, the angel speaks the promise, you shall conceive and bear a son, or two, in the time in which she said, I'm the Lord's servant, may it be done to me. According to your word, she acquiesces to the announcement, to the sermon. It is in that then that the conception of Jesus takes place by the Holy Spirit. That it was even that the Holy Spirit came upon her to cause her to even utter those words, I am the Lord's servant, I am the Lord's handmaiden, may it be done to me according to your word. Well, this is a, it's a beautiful exchange here that we tend to not want to talk about because this is the t- moment in which God, the Almighty, the most powerful being in all the universe, the one who created everything by a word, steps into his creation by a word to create the word, the Logos, the Son of God. Well, not to create, but uh, coming as the Logos, as the word, as the Son of God. I have to be careful there. I don't want to sound anti-Trinitarian. Um, but he, he sends his messenger, his angel, which is just a preacher, to come and preach this word in order for his spoken word, his sermon, to put on flesh, to take on creation, that he might die for that creation, to give it new life. And so, this, this whole exchange becomes one in which it, it tells us of the preaching of the impossible. You know, it begins with the angel coming to a virgin. Virgins don't conceive without a human interaction, shall we say. Try not to get too graphic here. Well, the reason why God does it this way is not because there's something wrong with sex, not because there's something dirty with it, not because there's something wrong with natural uh, uh, procreation, but that God is wanting to say, no, it's all about what I am going to do. And I am going to do the impossible. I'm going to save the world from its sins through my own life, death, burial, resurrection, birth from a virgin, birth from an origin that is impossible, so that you might know that I am the God of the impossible, doing the possible, uh, being one who takes the impossible and gets rid of the I am to make it possible. And so the angel comes to her, and the first thing he says is, Greetings, graced woman. Greetings, woman who has been gifted, favored woman. Not because there's anything particular about Mary as much as it is that she is favored because the angel has come to her. 
that God has chosen her. God has set his face upon her. That is the, the favored status that Mary has. It wasn't because she was awesome. It was because God had said, that's the one. Which probably goes against what a lot of our Catholic brothers and sisters want to say, but it's true. We always want to make it about us earning somehow God's affection, God's favor, God's grace. Well, if we do that, then it's not grace. But if we do sit here and say, no, it's because that God shines his face upon her that she is able to uh, receive this grace of God, this message from God, then that the focus then is on what God is doing, not because of some sort of character that Mary has. And, and she's favored because the Lord is with her, right? Greetings, favored woman. Blessed are you among women, some manuscripts say. The Lord is with you. You are favored, you are blessed because the Lord is with you. And that's the favor and the blessing that comes to us, the grace and the blessing that comes to us, is that the Lord is with us. That's what we hear in our first reading, our Isaiah reading, the traditional reading for this feast, right? That he's going to be called Manuel, God with us, that we are blessed, that we are graced, not because we're awesome, because God is with us, particularly now with this annunciation, God is now present in and among us, bearing flesh and blood. And so she's deeply troubled. I'd be deeply troubled too. I, I, if an angel showed up to me, number one, I'd be terrified because they're not cute and cuddly, number one. Number two, um, I'd be worried because I'd be going favored, graced, blessed. What are you talking about? Especially if she's a poor woman living in a backwater town in Galilee. Probably not feeling very blessed at the moment. And the angel tells her, though, gives her that wonderful word of, of grace, of gospel. Don't be afraid. You have no need to be afraid. For you have found favor with God. You have found this grace that comes from God. You haven't earned it, but you found it in the sense that it has been given to you. Now listen. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins, as the angel tells Joseph in the Matthew account of the Annunciation, basically. That Jesus being Yeshua, or God saves, saving us from our sins, from our own inadequacies, from our own inabilities to absolutely understand grace at all, because we are not a grace-based people, which is why God has to come and be present with us. He will be great, and we will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. This blessing of this child that has come, this Jesus, that will be this, this uh, uh, king that's going to rule, that's going to guard us, that's going to lead us out, that's going to protect us, that's going to, to cover us uh, in his armor, in his mercy, in his protection uh, from the, the, his throne, uh, sending out his power to be able to make sure that nothing happens to us that may terrify us. 
because he's a grace-filled God coming in grace and compassion. And Mary has the same response we would have. How can this be? How can this happen? And God says, the Holy Spirit's going to do it. The power of the Most High is going to overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. That it is going to be God doing this work so that God can be the one to fix the rift between God and man. And then points to the fact that Elizabeth has had a miraculous conception as well to be able to prove. And this is where we get that understanding of the God of the impossible, for nothing will be impossible with God. God will do what God will do. And then we learn from Mary the hopes of what our hearts would say every time God comes to us to speak to us through his word, through his preachers, through his sacraments. I am the Lord's servant, I am the Lord's handmaid, and I am the Lord's slave. I serve at the pleasure of my King, my God. May it be done to me according to your word. May it be done to me according to that thing that you have announced, that thing that you have said of me. Church, it is here in this encounter that we have our Jesus coming into the world to be the Lord's decision for you. God going through all of this difficulty and hard work in order to do the thing that needs to be done for you, to provide for you, to care for you, to protect you, to redeem you, to save you. The Annunciation matters because it is God's decision about humanity to say humanity is worth it. Therefore, I'm going to take on a body that will die in order that I might rise, in order that I might put to death all sin, death, and the devil and raise you to new life. We can't have Christmas without the Annunciation. We can't have the Annunciation without the reality of our own sin. But it is through the reality of our own sin that we understand the reality of God's mercy and grace. May you be blessed this day as we do uh, remember this interaction that Mary has with the angel Gabriel. And may you know that because God took on flesh for you, you might also know that he allowed that flesh to die for you. Let us pray. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought into the glory of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, church, a blessed annunciation to you. If you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with others. Uh, You can uh, also take the time to give us a review on on Apple Podcasts or um, anywhere that you are getting this this feed from uh, in, in order that we might continue to do the work that we feel led to do in order to share the word of God, but also to share a brief moment with you each week of God's mercy and grace. But with that, I say, uh, go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have a good weekend.